Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's Sunday. Welcome back. It's Sunday nighttime. I welcome back to the night show. This is what we're doing. We're gonna just call this Farm to the Show After Dark because I think Paul and I are really starting to enjoy this Wednesday, Sunday uh, evening uh, show. Um, we're back. Happy weekend, Mr. Paul. Both of yeah. us on the road traveling, but you know what? We're we're making it happen. We both landed in yeah. Atlanta. Did not meet up. I was in, I was in Atlanta for a few days uh, working for a living. Uh, back in Houston now, it's hot in both places. Yeah. I think when you had left, it was getting uncomfortably hot in the ATL. Meanwhile, it would it will not get above 82 if that's believable here in here in LA by the beaches while the rest of the country yeah, is on fire. It. So I hope everybody's uh staying staying cool out there. I think that's the biggest thing. I think I mean we've had some stuff go down this past couple of weeks, but I don't think we're talking about the, we're not talking about the heat. We're not talking about Atlanta and these places where it's just crazy hot, like fans. I hope you guys are, I hope you guys are good. Those Wednesdays and Sunday games, they'll get you out there in 95, 95 plus. Yeah, you, gotta, you guys got it. It was scorching and getaway day. Get away. Boof. Yeah. Getaway day games are tough right now, but. Speaking of, speaking of scorching, dude, the trade market, we got we got all kinds of action going on. Man, Teams so much action. Moves. I, I'm I, so uh, excited because I feel like we've been talking about this for like a month and now it's finally here. And it's like we're just opening up gifts. Every time you open up your phone, we're like re- unwrapping a new present. The angels are like really trying, trying, trying. Let's pulling, start there. Pulling off Giolito. Oh, okay. So, hey, G- Otani staying, number one. Otani staying. Number one. Number one. Okay. Big time Angels fans can uh, rest easy. They make a couple of big moves with with uh, with with Giolito and and Reynaldo Lopez on the bump. That's 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 a good start, man. They need some help on the bump, but then get a couple CJ offensive Crone. pieces today. Grichik and CJ Crone coming full circle back to the Angels. I mean, this is um, yeah. I I love it. I at the end of the day, honestly, I think fans just want to see the team like have an effort like to make moves at least that they're trying yeah. and i think the these make are both push. i mean i think these are great moves like just make a push that's all i, I honestly if, if my team is in a position um to to close start closing in on you know some of these games back then i i love i love what the angels are doing i think they here's, here's i think they I, did it right like it with 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 the, those moves specifically they need help on the we know that they, they, they need help. They got it. I like Gretchen and Crone. To your point, Crone's played in Anaheim before, coming back home, so to speak. But you're talking about two veteran players having very good offensive years, obviously in Colorado, albeit, but still. They, you, you you plug them in, and now they got something to play for. You know, it completely flips their psyche in, in the middle of the season for a couple of guys that are going to value that type of a – embrace the playoff run, hopefully, and, 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 and I would assume invigorate – do do a pretty good job of invigorating that clubhouse to to get to get everybody going. But at the end of the day, man, they're going to have to pitch, and 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 the the addition of those two pieces, I think, is going to be pretty significant for them, or at least give them a chance. Hundred percent, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's great. You know, you made the moves, but you still have to. Those guys have to come through and execute. Um, 
I'm not sure how Gilito's uh, first start with. I think he I think he gave up two homers, which isn't exactly what you know you'd like to see first day. But dude, I don't think people understand. Let's talk about this for a second. The trade deadline. Have you been traded in the middle of the season? I was traded before, yeah. Yep. Andrelton Simmons slid into a base, broke his finger. I got traded to Atlanta to go play shortstop for a couple, you know, almost two months while he got better. Right. It's so, tough, I mean, man. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you get that call, and um, one of my colleagues texted me, text me the other day. He was like, you know, ask, ask Giolito if, if he can leave me some White Sox stuff. I'm like, bro, it's 24 hours later. Like, he is, he's not there. Like, he was – you're on a plane right. – in the next city within a matter of, of hours getting ready for your next start and possibly yeah. starting the next day. So, um, you know, if, if, if Gio struggled that first day, it's completely understandable. I mean, my, I got traded with that day when in Cincinnati, I was in, in the clubhouse saying bye to all you guys in a car flying into Chicago and landing up literally on the on deck circle in the bottom of the ninth within, within 12 hours. So, you know, that's kind of how it goes down. And I think that's what a lot of people don't know to, you don't know, it's with all these people moving. There's a lot of guys packing up their, their lives right now. They've been there for four or five years and, you know, they're headed across to unfamiliar territory. And the, the odd thing about it is that you don't, you don't have a whole lot of time to, um, you don't have a whole lot of time to, to settle down. This is like a, you're going to be on the road. You're probably yeah. doing, you're probably staying in an extended, some type of extended type of place, but you're probably going to go on a 10 day road trip yeah. coming up soon. And you're, you're, you're staying in a hotel for the, for the rest of this time. So I think that's, an interesting thing to note if um if anybody had any questions they're not buying a house or getting an apartment you're you're rolling this thing out for the next two and a half months yeah that, that's that's definitely part of it there, there's there's some variables there about making the adjustments but look at the end of the day these guys have all you know whether it's moving up from a, a one affiliate level to the next affiliate level getting called up to the big leagues obviously we're talking about getting traded you know it's part of the job man you you, you gotta you gotta you gotta get your mind right and and show up for work the next day. So I, true. that is a huge part of it. We, we both have experienced it. It happens a lot this time of year, but um, you know, they're going to have to figure out a way to get it going. And I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the addition, you know, getting put into a playoff run is, is significant. And Scherzer, even after his discussion word on the street was he was going to go to the brass and have a little sit down with them to discuss the possibility, all the little murmurs of him being traded and boom, sure enough. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was crazy because yeah. I saw the bottom line go down and uh, it's like, yeah, Scherzer's going to go talk to, you know, the front office of the brass about the potential trade option. And sure enough, like literally within six hours, they announced the trade and, I'm just curious. I would have loved to be on the a fly on the wall for that for that particular conversation. But you know, in the end, it makes perfect sense for the Rangers. It's it continues to be unbelievably mind-boggling. Um, you know, just strange that the 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 Mets just can't get it together after spending spending all that money. And if you're a Premier League fan and if you're a Chelsea fan, this might be something that's not new to you after you know spending spending a <laughs> small fortune a large fortune and coming up with very mediocre results and then having a basically a yard sale in the mid middle of the season but i think it's great for the for the rangers i don't know how they're going to do that they're going to expect to just pay more than 35 million 
um, in that salary, which is great because I don't see where the Rangers are going to get any more money after doing what they've done with the spend. But it's a great piece. Losing to Grom, you have an ace, um, you know, future Hall of Famer uh, that has very, very has the potential to to make a serious run this this second half if if he can get settled and do what what uh, Scherzer we all know Scherzer can do. So a couple of things. I, I agree with what you're saying. I actually give the Mets a little credit for being willing to 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 tear it down and try to you know get something for what they got for despite what they have going. I think the Rangers are so far. Obviously, there's a lot of there's a lot of time left tomorrow for more trades to get made, but they're winning the trade deadline right now. Okay, they added Scherzer, they add added Jordan Montgomery, they fortify the rotation. You got Eovaldi is on the who's had an unbelievable year. Obviously, Jacob Degrom we've talked about he's hurt, but they fortify their the rotation. The offense obviously speaks for the, for itself. I think this is another indication of Chris Young, the general manager for the Rangers, Using kind of announcing his, his presence brain. with and saying, well, and like, hey, man, look, I, we're not messing around. We're not taking any chances. You know, w- w- he recognizes the offensively. The, the determining factor is going to be the, the pitching staff, and he's made it a point to, to improve it. Don't forget they added Rolls Chapman. You know, they're, they're – I, I love what Chris Young is doing – being here in Houston, it, it's 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 going to be tough on the Astros fans, I think, because the Rangers are making a push, and it, they're going to be in it down the stretch, and it, it'll be fun to watch. But give Chris Young a lot of credit for, you know, being being bullish at, at the deadline. Yeah, go Princeton Tigers. Um, yeah, check out the big brain on Brad. No, he's killing it. Chris is killing it over there, which is awesome because I always love seeing I always love seeing former players and love Chris. He was an anomaly, six foot ten, you know, another guy's, you know, just invisible yep. in straight up invisible, handing the ball to the catcher. Um how about how about your boy Judge coming back? I feel like it, a couple and homers I'm, and I, and I, I, I will admit we, he fell off the radar and I think we kind of lost track. It's not like we can both admit on this one, you know, we can step up and admit, you know, we weren't exactly tracking his progress. I had no clue. I didn't know where he was in sure. when his rehab, I wasn't expecting him to come back anytime soon. We didn't discuss it. There was a possibility he might not make it back in the season. You bested me and said he was, and then he just like pops up. Like they just show up on Instagram with this whole, like, montage of judge coming back and then sure enough like he goes he goes yard first 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 game back so um i think again we talked about this last i don't think it's going to save them i i it might regulate them a little bit but they have they have so much going on over there in new york i just don't think that's gonna help i mean he's he's one of the best players in for sure it's gonna help but it's not gonna bring that whole it's not gonna bring that lineup back they're not gonna i don't they're not gonna make like a significant move here you know you got still got stan who's hitting 196 you got you know you got issues up and down that lineup lemayhew hasn't been the same um in a while so i think you can throw that out but i think what is intriguing is on the on the flip side boston who is making some moves they're with the league i think the league's second or second or third or first or second best uh, win streak right now. They've taken six in a row. So I think they're, they might, they might find any, some find a little something, but all the more it makes that division that much better and that much more fun to watch right now. Cause what Baltimore is doing, like they're killing it. 
They killed it today. Oh. Day game, yeah. Sunday, that place – Camden was rocking again today. Scored six hey. runs before they even made an out. Like, uh, I had a source tell me they struck out 18 opposing batters. I think that's a record. Oof. So, I mean, that's – you know, they're doing on both sides of the ball. And that's uh, – the, the Orioles The Orioles aren't going anywhere, man. The, the no. Rays have not been playing well for a period of time. I'm with you on the Yankees. I actually think Judge coming back and having and, and playing well the first couple of days puts them in a little bit of a weird predicament because I think it teases them a little bit, saying that they, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to add something before the deadline? Or are they not? You know, you got to be careful reaching for it because their their division puts them in a really really tough spot, man. <clears throat> right, it is. It's like um, you know, you're keeping up with the Joneses, but I think they're just at the end of the day. I think they're just outclassed. Tampa, Baltimore, and then Toronto, I think is going to add a piece too. But I just think they're outclassed in a division that are trying to race. And Boston's trying to is getting there, is is he is hitting the ground uh running right now. So I don't think, and then it takes us to the Bellinger thing. There's been so much speculation about making that move. And I don't think yeah. that there's going to be a I don't think there's going to be a move to be to be had there. But, and I think that but, is going to be indicative indica- indicative of of where they're at. Is yeah. if they do the Bellinger move, they're the like, Cubs okay, maybe they're He's off the market. Bellinger's off go. the market. They've, right. They've won eight in a row. They're 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 flipping. They're gonna try to make. They're gonna go the other way. They're gonna start buying. Exactly. Allegedly. So I'm right. So that just showed you. I think that's in, indicative of what's gonna happen in New York. Is like that was the one thing that they were. If they were in the predicament that they're in, that would have been the ideal move to get to add sure. that piece to try to revive that the revive that lineup. But it's it's not gonna happen because you're seeing basically kind of the theory of what was happening in Anaheim. And that was if they can show promise and rattle off a couple games and continue to stay in the hunt, then they would either be buyers or sellers. And so the Cubs are in that position now as the Reds move into first place today, De La Cruz has another four hits today in LA, um, which is, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not surprising at this point, but the Cubs making that move in the central is super interesting uh with uh with jordan being shipped off again with jordan hicks on the move which potentially could go to toronto to bolster the yeah. al east yeah he's and then he went to have, toronto hicks is in toronto oh mm-hmm. he's in toronto boof that's that's huge it helps huge. them yeah they, that's a, a huge lot. question yeah, mark 104 yeah 104 104 wiffle ball helps anybody yeah if you, if, but again if you guys point, don't know about jordan hicks please go on youtube and just look up jordan hicks fastballs out. Because it's hey, it's not uh, fair. Fun fact, trivia. Uh, Jordan Hicks, same high school. Same high school. Oh, we we graduated from the same high school. It's it's unique. I did not know. If that. it's ever on the Immaculate Grid, if, if Cy Creek High School <laughs> is ever on the Immaculate Grid, the only two big leaguers are me and Jordan Hicks. Oh, only two. Only two. Oh. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. <Not clears throat> but if that Notre if that Notre Dame high school immaculate grid comes up, I think we might be There's able a lot to pull of that bad boy out. A lot, a of, lot options. of options coming out of that SoCal <laughs> uh, Sherman Oaks venue. Um, I, this is it's um, honestly this is my favorite time of the year. I I think I think it's the fans' favorite time of the year too. I think, like I said, if you're in the hunt, you want to know that your team's going to care and make some moves. Um, but also 
I, I just think everybody, you know, being an expert today, I think it just riles everybody up. And I just love seeing the comments and the engagement on all this stuff, just with fans going ballistic, you know, thinking that they're making the right move and they need this and they need that. But, um, you know, it's it's exciting. And I think we're not we're not done yet by by any means. No. It's, it's the trade deadline is it, it giveth and it taketh away. Okay, so giveth you got and taketh. you got you got teams that are doing what the Rangers and the Angels are doing, and then you got teams that are doing what the Cardinals are doing. Who, hopefully, they're going to look back in you know twelve or eighteen months and say that this, this was super beneficial moving forward, and that you know at least it's the other way, but at least they're being decisive. You know, they're look. This is where we are. The year hadn't gone how we wanted it to. Similar. To to the Mets in some ways, right? Like not what I want to do, but still business. You got to make a decision. Give them credit. They're some of those pieces that they're going to get back. Hopefully are going to play large roles down the road. Yeah. It makes me sad about the St. Louis thing. Cause I think at this time of the year is when stuff starts ramping up, getting in August post trade deadline, you're, you know, everybody's on this trajectory, the guys that are, that are out front, but you have the guys that are bolstering that staff and really trying to make a run, but it's some, some special about the central and it just doesn't feel the same with St. Louis in it. Um, especially down the road, you know how it is when you get in that August, September and those, all those teams being in proximity, it turns into a real dogfight going from Chicago to Cincinnati, Cincinnati to Pittsburgh, um, in St. Louis and everybody's claiming you got, you got Bush, Bush stadium North, you got Chicago, you know, you got Wrigley South, Wrigley East. And it's, um, so I, I'm, I'm happy to see that, that Chicago is playing well, the Reds going back into first place, the Brewers doing that thing, because it's an exciting – if you guys have ever, never been to the Central during a game in the Central when when stuff is going down, it is a phenomenal atmosphere with every, any ballpark that you go to. Um, and getting having that energy back at Great American Ballpark, I mean, it's super exciting for us because you know how that is, but you know when we take it on the road, going to Chicago, going to St. Louis, those places are going to be packed and rocking. Yep, and – a fun fact here, okay? Taylor Hearn like was traded to Atlanta with Pierce Johnson. But traded to Atlanta, goes straight into the, the first place team in the NL East, right? Got flipped again, going to the Royals <laughs> for infielder Nicky Lopez. So within like 36 hours, he, yeah. he went from the Rockies to the Braves. All right, I can't wait for the stretch run to the Royals. Oh, man, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you think about that? Yeah. You just, uh, yeah. Shake that one off business as usual, right? Just getting flipped. Sure. Hey, all right, pack it up. Oh, by the way, sorry. So there's been a, there's been a, a, a new, there's been a new storyline here. Um, so you're actually going to go to Kansas city. Oh, that's yeah. kind of, it's gut wrenching. Yeah. It's a, it's, hey, it's a cold world. It's a cold world out there. It happens fast, man. Hey, one other thing. So you're talking about the Reds being back in first place. The Brewers, by the way, have owned them um, head-to-head. And I, I don't think they play again the rest of the year, but Jonathan India going on the deal with – with uh, on the IL, IL, rather, sorry, with plantar fasciitis, and he's obviously a big trade piece going to – potentially going to, a, you know, another team. How much do you think that that affects it? I, I mean, I've never had plantar fasciitis, but the fact that he's on the IL right now – is a pretty big deal and, and potentially could drastically impact, you know, what would have been a major piece to get a, you know, Verlander type arm to come for the stretch run. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's something you just, you don't come back with. He's going to be, 
yeah, it's not something you just turn around, flip around, put some put some ice and do some contrast. Like that's yeah, that's something you're gonna be up in. You're gonna have your little special sock sock pulling your pulling that tendon back with your whole. He's gonna have a whole whole plantar fasciitis uh, uh, apparatus right now. Yeah. But you know, I don't think I, I think it's unfortunate. You know, obviously we're still waiting for a number of guys to come back in Cincinnati. That's a it's a blow for sure. But I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough to say. I, I think I'm still waiting to see what the Tigers do with the, when they decide to start selling off. Um, you know, we had discussed, you know, potential of Michael Lorenzen coming back. And I think that would be great talking about guys coming full circle to come back as a bona fide, um, you know, bona fide ace right now. But I think they could, they're going to need another, another, another bat, um, you know, missing, missing India. I think that's one thing that we talked about is that they have a number of bats and pitching at the end of the day is going to be the, the biggest thing. So, you know, having, having McLean, having Ellie and having some of the other, the, you know, the cast of characters that they have, they're okay. But I think you, you got to make a move there uh, with, with the starting pitching. That's been the scenario since the beginning of the yeah. season. And so I'm not so much, I'm not that concerned about India. I think with the guys that they have, they can get by, but they really got to re- got to limit that uh that run differential on the on, on the defensive side so i would love to see something happen over there i mean it could potentially even be like someone like an eduardo rodriguez uh yeah. if it's not coming out of detroit because they're gonna they got two arms that are gonna come out of here and cincinnati i think has to grab one of them yeah i think it's they're both good fits for them that's for sure and potential matches and you don't have to worry about the no trade or something like that with a verlander type arm he may not he may not want to go to cincinnati for the stretch run you know, and it's he's he's got the the ability to to veto that. So, I'm with you on Eduardo Lopez. I'm I'm with you on on Lorenzo and Tubin Fitz, but they need they need to be able to convince people that healthy um, in order to make a trade like that. I think so. We'll see. Hey, by the way, can, can we can we get some feedback on? Did you see the the post game interview Joey gave the other night? I told when you he I'm was mach- still not. He was Macho Man Randy Savage in the old buddy on, on I believe, I it was ESPN. I don't know if it was so much Randy Macho Man Savage as it was. I couldn't put it. You know, I, I we had mentioned this, and I went back and I watched it multiple times, and I didn't feel like the mannerisms were very rest. But at the end of the day, I felt it was very Andy Kaufman. And that is kind of a duo there where Andy Kaufman get in the ring and he's like, oh, you know, he had like the wrestling persona, but it didn't really come off as like super, you know, super aggressive. I thought it was I thought it was weird, but I also love it that it was directed at Mad Dog because I remember Evan Longoria making a text when he had joined that team. He was like, "Okay, heads up, everybody, just so you know. We get the you know super sar- just dripping with sarcasm. He's like, yes, one more opportunity for us to listen to Mad Dog for another hour on TV. And I'm like, dude, I hear you. I can't. Yeah, I'm good on Mad Dog. Uh, but also very hilarious to note that both of them, both him and Granky, are both the you know we're both the subjects of you know weirdest weirdest cats in baseball in the Athletic. A Trent, a great yeah. Trent Rosecrans story. Um, so him backing up Granky and the, the hall, the, the hall of really good, uh, pretty good. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, Joey channeling his ender Andy Kaufman, you know, made everybody's week and, you know, whether, you know, whether, whether it was right on point, Joey is, 
Joey is being a Joey is evolving for sure. Fun, dude. I mean, it's the man's fun. fun. Yeah, you're give him some credit. You and your little high tower looking down on us, two small market teams. You know, I know what you're saying. Holla, very good, Joseph. Joseph Daniel Votto, everybody. Well, it's been real, Chris. Let's uh. We'll see how the the remainder of the time before the deadline expires. See what who who does what, who improves, who Chicago's stocks up for gonna, the future. Chicago is going to dump some more people. I can tell you that. Well, we'll see. Hey, Hopefully but the good thing about a good thing about being Oakland A's fan, you don't have anybody else to give right now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you got nothing, nothing to worry about. You got nothing. Don't sleep on Tony Kemp now. Tony Kemp's playing good, man. Ooh, hey, he's a second half. He's a second half master. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Hey, one more. Is Verlander going to move? Do it's up to just... him. He's got he's got full no trade. So, oh, full no he, trade. Um, he's got a. He can only go somewhere that he wants to go. But I'm saying, yeah. I said it last. I said it last time. I, I think that the he's been in Houston. The Astros are a good fit. We'll see. I think I think that's the kind of thing that that, that might work. But we'll, I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Wait and see. I think the next show is going to be a banger because I think some 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 issues going to go down. I think yeah, yeah, we still haven't seen the we still haven't seen the best of it. I can tell you I can tell you that right now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.